We like comfortable. We like soft, fuzzy blankets. We like safety. We like predictability. We like knowing what's going on around us. And when we start pursuing growth, it shakes things up a little bit. And it requires you to sit with uncomfortable feelings or consider uncomfortable things or have uncomfortable conversations or make uncomfortable changes. Hi, friend. Welcome to Gather and Growth, a show created for passionate, growth-focused, rural women like you. From mindset work and building strong habits to exploring the unique joys and challenges of living rural, this is a show to leave you feeling joyful, inspired, and a little less alone. Together, we're on a journey of reaching for the most confident, healthy, and authentic version of ourselves, and I'm forever grateful to have you by my side. Whether you're currently running on a back road, shuffling kids to town, hopping along for a tractor ride, or three loads deep into folding laundry, grab yourself a nice coffee and let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Gather in Growth. Guys, I have a win to celebrate with you today. Okay. And maybe it's not going to seem like a big deal to you. Maybe you're going to laugh at me. But for what feels like actually forever, I have been recording podcast episodes basically at the last possible minute, especially when it comes to solo episodes. Guess a little bit harder to get behind on because we have to like schedule them all out in advance. But the number of times that poor Jill has been like, Emily, sit down at your microphone and record your solo episode is immeasurable. (laughs) Truly (laughs) immeasurable. In the beginning, we were just kind of trying to find our flow, right? And I was like a little insecure, you know, getting started with podcasting, wanted to make sure I said the right thing, overthinking it, whatever. Then I (laughs) finally got in the groove of that. And then, you know, a lot went straight downhill with my mental health. And it was hard to just like show up as a person every day much less record a podcast episode. Then that got a little better. And then I got pregnant. And y'all, y'all, my first trimester that really lasted until like week 17 or 18 was rough in capital letters. Like so nauseous, so exhausted. There is no tired, like first trimester pregnant tired. I stand by the fact that I was functioning less as a person then than I likely will with a newborn. Maybe I'll eat my words and y'all laugh at me in a few months. But oh my gosh, it was like the bare minimum I could do to like get up and do the basic functions of my day. Then that started getting better. And then it was just summer. Okay. We had a phenomenal summer. We did have childcare throughout the summer, but. A lot of the times, childcare was in our home with a babysitter or with grandma. And I cannot record a podcast episode with my children in the house because <laughs> I don't know about you, but it's like the second you get on a call or you pick up the phone or you start talking, they're like in your lap talking to you. Never mind the fact that they have like entertained themselves for an indefinite amount of time when you are like quietly doing something else. But the second you start talking, especially to another human, much less recording a podcast, then all of a sudden they need your attention. And I'm so grateful for the extra time I got to spend with them this summer. Like I said, we had a great summer break for literally weeks on end. I would like sit down to record a solo episode 
And without fail, every single time they would walk in the door. It doesn't matter if it was three o'clock in the afternoon or 11 o'clock in the morning for one reason or another, they would walk in as soon as I sat down. So here's the win. In this moment, I just recorded an episode that was ahead of schedule. And now I'm literally sitting down back to back to record another. This episode is airing on September 21st. It is August 16th. With no irony, is it my kid's first day back to school? And I'm just celebrating, celebrating a win as it comes. Here we go. Here we go. Now, in a month or so after this episode comes out, I'm going to have a little baby. And who knows how on top of or ahead of things I'm going to be at that point. But today, today we are celebrating. Okay. Today, we are digging into five reasons that personal growth kind of sucks. Yes, this is a podcast all about personal growth and all the great things that come with being intentional and growing as a person, you know, investing in yourself professionally and personally, doing the inner work, all that stuff. And A while back, I put out a post on Instagram about this very topic, and y'all, that thing was shared so many stinking times, so decided to turn it into a podcast episode because it's so relatable. When I think about my own personal growth journey, it was super fun and exciting, and I don't want to say easy, and as in I wasn't being intentional or wasn't doing hard things, but when I very first stepped into this world of personal growth, it was like, oh, you know, it was exciting and all this good stuff was happening. And, you know, I was doing hard things, but it was like fun. And then you get to the point of a personal growth journey where it's just hard and it kind of sucks and you have to do things that are uncomfortable and you don't like. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to preface it with, despite all of this, it is worth it. But that does not mean it's going to be easy. And if you are in the thick of a hard part of personal growth, I am here to tell you, you are not alone. You are not alone. You are being more intentional than most people will be in their entire life. But that doesn't mean it doesn't kind of suck. Is it worth it? Yes, I believe so. I once asked my therapist on a particularly hard day as I was leaving, I said, Are less self-aware people happier? Because this is terrible. And she said, yes, but not in the ways that matter. She said in the short term, yes, there is something to be said for ignorance is bliss and just floating through life in la-la land with no self-awareness or intentionality towards growth is theoretically easier. But she said, you know what? Those are the people who get to the end of their life full of regret or who are unfulfilled in what they spend their time doing every day or unfulfilled in their relationships or generally speaking are like happy, but are you really? So she said, sure, not doing this is easier than confronting the hard things, but the end of the day when it matters the most, devoting to your growth inside and out pays off tremendously. 
And that, my friend, is a great segue into the first reason that personal growth kind of sucks. It forces you to confront parts of your reality and yourself that you have been avoiding. Mm. I feel like my, my first introduction to confronting parts of myself was kind of fun and exciting. Like my biggest thing, um, so this is a side story tangent, but when I discovered the Enneagram, it was fall of 2019. And it literally came weeks after someone had accidentally sent me a screenshot that was meant for someone else. Mm -hmm. Has that ever happened to you before? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because it was about me. And who do I think I am? And I'm too much and I'm too loud and yada, yada. I don't know all this stuff. I can't even remember what it all even said, but it was like directly critiquing who I was as a person and the way I showed up in the world. And then of course, this person tried to backtrack and deny what it was about. And I, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't do that. And then sure enough, they eventually, you know, said, okay, yeah, kind of apologize, whatever. That's neither here nor there. But literally weeks later, I discovered the Enneagram, read the book, The Road Back to You, 1000% recommend, understood that I was an Enneagram three. And you know what? Every single thing that they pointed out in that text message to someone else with screenshots from my social media, this was before I started my Instagram or was sharing online in this capacity. This was just me as a person. Every single one of those things was represented in my Enneagram. And so talk about a light bulb moment being like, oh, there is an underlying reason for why I do the things that I do or how I show up or how I process or how I present. And sure, the Enneagram can lead you through growth demonstrate blind spots, areas to grow and tap into, which I certainly have since that time. Again, this was 2019, but it was like the biggest wash of relief, an aha moment to be like, all of these things that I had internalized as flaws in my fundamental being and that other people had pointed out as being failings on my part or parts of me that were undigestible and unlikable, there's a reason for it. And that was like such a weird and cool moment. Fast forward into becoming an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship forces you into a personal growth that is very uncomfortable because it's you versus you. And so all of your habits, all of your limiting beliefs, all of your mindsets, all of your things that are a lot easier to hide behind when someone else is telling you what to do, all of your insecurities, they come right to the forefront. (laughs) This is what got me into therapy, friends, is I realized that I was the bottleneck. We always are. I was the bottleneck in what was possible for myself and my family and my business and all of the above. And it forced me to confront parts of myself that not only had I been avoiding, but I didn't even have awareness around their existence. And let me tell you, that kind of sucked. Am I better for it? Yes. Have so many of those things been worked through or I've been able to let go of or at least have awareness around how to navigate? 
Absolutely. But going through that process, big time sucked. Big time sucked. And whether or not you're in therapy, whether you're just listening to a podcast like this, whether you're reading a book, whether you're participating in a mastermind, when you start to connect the dots and you're like, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. Now, it can open a lot of doors to grow through that and to make changes or to learn to love and accept yourself and navigate around all of that. But sometimes it is uncomfortable. Then the more you dig into your own awareness, your own healing, your growth, your understanding, the way you connect the dots between your past and the things that you're doing now, or you start looking around you and seeing how you interact in relation to other people in the world or you start to become more intentional about how you want to show up and what kind of life you want to have, you know what happens then? All of a sudden, it forces you to take a look at the people around you. And whether intentional or not, it can change the relationships you have with your friends and family. And maybe it's on your accord that you realize that some of these behaviors you have co-created and you are no longer willing to tolerate. Maybe you realize that your circle does not actually align with the goals that you have for your life. Or maybe your growth, your commitment to your health, your commitment to healing makes other people so uncomfortable that they start asking questions or distancing themselves or treating you differently. There's a lot of different ways that they can show up, but This is an ever-present theme in the women that I work with, is navigating relationships as you grow, maybe even with your spouse, navigating what that looks like as one person is pursuing growth and the other isn't quite on that journey yet. You know, it, it can change the way that you show up in relation to other people. And sometimes... That is a growth point to figure out together. And sometimes it means that you end up distancing yourself. It sometimes means you're intentionally bringing new people into your life. But the reality is, as you grow and pursue growth, it is going to change the way that you show up around other people. And sometimes you get to make choices of what that looks like. You can hold space for someone as they are and know that you are going in a different direction, but love them as they are in that moment, but there will be people who say, you've changed, or you didn't used to do this, or why do you care about this? Who, what do you th- who do you think you are? What are you doing? And as you are on your own journey, that can be hard. But hopefully when someone says, you changed, you say, thank you. I've been working on it. It's been a journey. But that doesn't mean it doesn't kind of suck. Hey friend, are you ready to take your growth to the next level? Do you crave building meaningful connections with like-minded women who get you? Then you need to be at the Ascend Retreat. My upcoming Ascend Retreat is a four-day event that will be held in Gulf Shores, Alabama from March 14th through 17th. During the retreat, you'll have the opportunity to connect with other rural women who are passionate about personal growth. 
gain clarity around your goals and priorities that are keeping you awake at night, learn from experienced coaches and mentors, including Kylie Epperson, Coach Kaya, and yours truly, create an action plan to bring your dream life to fruition, and participate in workshops, guided activities, and individualized coaching that will not only help you grow and evolve, but shed the limiting beliefs that are keeping you stuck. So what are you waiting for? Register for Ascend today and start the journey to becoming the most aligned, healthy, and purpose-driven version of you. Links to learn more and register are in today's show notes. But wait, there's more. Did you catch that cheesy reference? Podcast listeners can use code GATHER to save $200 off retreat registration through the month of September. Again, code GATHER at checkout to save $200. I simply cannot wait to ascend with you on the beach this March. Third reason. It requires getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. This is kind of all-encompassing of everything we've talked about up until this point. But man, it is the worst. We like comfortable. We like soft, fuzzy blankets. We like safety. We like predictability. We like knowing what's going on around us. And when we start pursuing growth, it shakes things up a little bit. And it requires you to sit with uncomfortable feelings or consider uncomfortable things or have uncomfortable conversations or make uncomfortable changes. Intentionality is not easy. Growing as a person, sure, sometimes fun and shiny, gold stars, feels great. Sometimes it's very uncomfortable. And you know what? It kind of sucks. Fourth reason. It pushes you to take on new opportunities, mindsets, and challenges. And this one kind of sucks, but is also kind of awesome. But you ever heard the phrase, new levels, new devils? With every new opportunity, with every new mindset, with every new challenge, there are hard, sucky parts that come along with it. As you embody new identities or roles or ideas or states of being, there's going to be tension and discomfort that comes with that. You know, I've worked with so many women who potentially are like leaving their their workplace and then stepping into entrepreneurship. And they're like, oh, it's going to be so great to set my own schedule and to not answer to my boss or be involved in this corporate blah, 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 or, you know, not have to put in time off. And I'm like, yeah, but then the real fun's going to begin because new opportunities have new challenges. You know, even if you're thinking about this through the lens of a health journey, your mindset is going to look totally different training for a half marathon than it does by never moving your body. And that's not to say there's not so much goodness on the other side of anything, any goal that you're pursuing, any new opportunity, new job, new ways of parenting your kids, new mindsets around abundance and possibility and financial freedom. But leaning into new, as many good things are on the other side of it, sometimes kind of sucks. Last but not least, personal growth kind of sucks because it requires intentionality. 
And guess what? Going back to that idea of we like cozy blankets and comfort, life on autopilot is easier. My therapist was right. Going through the motions, doing what everyone else tells you to do, showing up without putting much thought into what you're doing, that on paper is easier. Absolutely. But where is that going to get you? Because I know a lot of people who have been on autopilot for a long time, who have been the good girls going through all of the motions, expectations, and roles that everyone else expected of them and are now sitting here going, this is not the life that I thought I was going to have. This is no longer how I want to show up. I want different for me and for my family. But change, growth happens on purpose. Unless a circumstance is thrown your way, it's real easy to just keep on going. Building new habits requires intentionality. Deciding to go on a walk instead of binging Instagram for an hour requires intentionality. Having to stop in the moment when you want to scream at your kids because they are driving you insane and taking that step back to ask yourself, how do I want to show up? That requires intentionality and it kind of sucks. Not questioning why you do the things that you do is easier than asking the hard questions. Not making change is easier than deliberately doing something different. But again, it doesn't mean it's not worth it. Sometimes personal growth is fun. It's exciting. It's shiny. When you have these breakthrough moments, these big realizations, these new goals, and this motivation to be empowered and live life on purpose. That feels awesome. So awesome. But it comes with hard moments along the way, confronting truth, setting boundaries, reevaluating habits and relationships and getting uncomfortable. It ain't for the faint of heart, my friend. By the fact that you are here tells me that you are exactly where you're meant to be. You know it kind of sucks and you are doing it anyway. Every hard lesson, every moment of doubt, every reframing mindset ultimately brings you down a path of an intentional, aligned, confident, healthy, and purpose-driven life. That's why you're doing it. That's why you embrace the suck. That's why you keep showing up, even though it's uncomfortable, it's hard, and it kind of sucks. It's because you envision a state of being and a reality that's different than what you were doing on autopilot. And that is so beautiful. Your personal growth journey is uniquely personal, obviously. I promise The growth that you are pursuing is so worth it. At the end of the day, even if it sucks, I've never used that phrase so many times (laughs) in a 30-minute period, much less a podcast episode, but even when it's hard, you can do hard things. You have made it through 1,000% of your hardest days. 
You have overcome so much to exist in this moment and you will continue to, and you will continue to evolve. You will continue to grow and you will continue down this path of intentionality because that's what you were made for. And your growth, your willingness to embrace the hard, your willingness to have uncomfortable conversations and do the uncomfortable work within yourself is a light that will have a ripple effect. Whether or not you ever know it, whether or not someone ever says it, you shining brighter allows other people to do the same. And maybe it's within the walls of your house. Maybe it is the people who follow you on Instagram. Maybe it is the other moms at school. Maybe it is the people in your church. Maybe it is your extended family, a cousin you haven't talked to in 10 years, but you're still Facebook friends. Your intentionality, your new perspective, your life change, your journey influences and impacts someone else. So when it sucks, when it's uncomfortable, remember why you started. Remember why you're doing it in the first place and keep going because really beautiful blessings always come on the other side of our hardest seasons. And if there's anything I've learned over the past year, that there's always hope and it's always worth it. Have a great week. Until next time, I am so forever grateful for you. Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I'd like to imagine this was a meaningful backyard patio kind of chat between friends sipping LaCroix at sunset. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a screenshot to share or forward this episode to a friend. You can also find me at Emily Rushel over on social to continue the conversation. It's truly a joy to hear what tidbits and takeaways made an impact on your day. As always, all links and resources mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes listed below or over at emilyrushell.com. Special thanks to my podcast manager, Jill Carr, for the time and love she puts into producing Gathering Growth for this community. What a blessing it is to be on this personal growth journey together. Forever grateful for you.